We're having open and honest conversations about mental health and well-being. We should talk about it with Myra Ansari on Wave Now. everybody. Thanks so much for joining me here on Wave Now for We Should Talk About It with Dr. Stephen Taylor from UofL Health Peace Hospital. Thanks so much for talking with us today again on We Should Talk About It. So that's the big question. Should we talk about it? Should we talk about our mental health? Uh, with others. Sometimes, you know, when people share, is that too much? Is that a good thing mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. bad thing? Uh, do you get asked that question a lot, Dr. Taylor? I do. Um, and I don't know that I have one answer for it. You know, whether we talk about our mental health or whether we don't, it's so individual and so personal. And it has so much to do with who you might be talking to about it. I mean, I think that's a big factor, too. Uh, people who are close to us, loved ones, people that we care about. Those are all things to consider when we talk about, are we going to talk about our mental health? Mm-hmm. I also kind of have this sort of Starbucks rule. Okay. Uh, my Starbucks rule is, you know, the stuff that I would talk about um, in a Starbucks line to a stranger is kind of fair game. Okay. But things that I wouldn't are going to be things that I'm going to have to give some thought to. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, At what point, you know, sometimes maybe you'll look at somebody and you think, oh, my gosh, TMI, too much information. (laughs) Or did I overshare? Like, you know, sometimes do we have to, like, look at that person and kind of gauge, like, maybe I've said too much? Well, I mean, you're going to get signals, right? I mean, you're going to get that look, like the glazed over look, I'm not paying attention to you anymore, or the the deer in the headlights look, or the look of terror, you know, that... (laughs) You're, you're scaring the you-know-what out of somebody. Yeah. You know, that, that those can all be indicators that maybe I'm, I'm going too far. And maybe what's the motivation for it? You know, your mental health, our mental health, is our own concern, right? It's about us and ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the impulse to share it with somebody, maybe one of the questions for us to ask is, why? Okay, so I'm glad you said that because that goes to the next question that I have for you because we've all seen, you know, people make posts on social media and they put so much out there and you're wondering, is this a call for help? Does this person need help? Or does this person just want attention? What do you do? Should you do that? Or how should you react to something like that? I think that's a very good point. You know, so often, yeah, and social media is a big vehicle for this. Uh, We will often see um, ourselves or friends or people we know posting things that may be very personal on a very personal level. And the question might be, why? Why are they posting this? This can be a question we can ask ourselves to kind of think through how we might respond to them. Mm -hmm. And also to think about, if we're going to post something, what's our motivation? Why are we posting it? I I think you make a very good point. Sometimes it is a cry for help. And I think having that cry for help, maybe the social media, maybe it's a good place to put it, maybe not, but maybe there are other ways to reach out. Yeah, and then I also want to talk about, like, when you do post it out there for everyone to see, be careful, you may be hurting someone else in in the process of that. So think before you you type, right? For sure. And depending on the the vehicle of the posting, it may never come down. Absolutely. So it it could be there forever. Yeah. Um, So this is a a big one for me. Do you, um, you know, and also for folks joining us here on Facebook, if you have a a question for Dr. Taylor from UofL uh, Health Peace Hospital, please post it here. I'll try to get it over to him. Um, But, uh, you know, should you 
you tell your employer that you struggle with mental health issues? You know, does that, can that come back to, to bite you? Sure. I mean, I think the first question to ask, why wouldn't I? You know, to ask the question, why would I hold this back? And think about it. Be honest about why you might hold it back. Is it something that's just deeply personal and doesn't really affect your job? Is it something that will not be a part of what you're doing at work? Or is it going to be something that might really be a problem? And to not talk about it, I think, in that situation could be really problematic because later it could become a real big issue at work and you haven't talked about it to sort of set the stage for it. And that, I think that's a pretty a pretty good question to ask. So maybe uh, there's a time uh, during your work shift that you can't get something done because you're struggling that day. Maybe it would be beneficial to talk to your boss. Hey, I'm really having a tough day. I'm right. letting you know why this may have come short today. Exactly. These are some good questions to ask yourself if you're going to bring this up at work. And, and you're right. If it's going to affect your work, certainly you should talk to your boss about it. And maybe the question to ask, too, is, is this the kind of place I would want to work at if I couldn't talk to my employer about it? You know, if this is going to be something that's going to be a big problem for me working here, is this the place I need to be? You know, I think there's a question to ask in there about that. Absolutely. I think that's a very valid point. Mm -hmm. um, should people be afraid of judgment um, if they say, you know what, I struggle with um, depression, bipolar disorder, or whatever it may be, um, uh, PTSD, uh, whatever struggle it is, uh, should you be worried about that? Yeah. I mean, you know, judgment is something that I think we should all be considerate of. Um, could this come, and this is one of the questions to ask yourself, I think, when you're considering whether you're going to bring this up, is what's, what's the reaction going to be, if we can predict that? You know, how, how's the, our work environment going to respond to this? Have we seen this come up before at work, and what was it like? You know, I think so much about issues that come up culturally um, that, that may not affect us immediately or directly, but that we can sort of take some measure from. You know, if I think about um, women's issues and workplace violence and seeing um, uh, national um, uh, congressional hearings about it and seeing how those women are treated, if I were a woman, that would have a very big bearing on me mm -hmm. about whether I'm going to share something or not mm -hmm. based on what I'm seeing being done nationally. Sure. Yeah. And so I think looking at our workplace environment, too, can give us some of those gauges. Have we seen people with mental is health issues in our workplace, and how were they treated? What was it like for them to talk about it? How safe is it for us to talk about it based on that? What do you think shifted in our society where we do feel like, okay, we should talk about this? Uh, or do you feel like we still have a lot of ways to go? Or is it getting better to talk about things? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think yes to all those questions. I mean, I think, um, yeah, I mean, we've been through a lot, right? This has been a very tough couple of years for us uh, as a culture. There's been a health pandemic. There have been mass shootings. There are a lot of things that are happening that are very traumatic and very difficult for us mm -hmm. to deal with. And, and those, I think those are part of what I think are bringing mental health to the front. And, you know, we have political figures who are actually using the word mental health. Um, I don't know who actually lit that fire under them, but I'm yeah. glad of it. So I'm glad 
glad that they're bringing it up. And, and in the media, we're talking about it more. That's important, too. So I think those things are all um, um, things that are bringing it up for us. At what point do we talk to our children about mental health issues um, if we see them struggling or you know, what, how do you approach that? I think it's always something that we could be watchful for. And it's always something that we have the option of talking to kids about. Um, you know, kids are, they're not, they're not stupid. Mm -mm. They're, they're watching what's going on. They're taking things in. They're taking it in in their own way. So it's, I think it's important to approach them where they are and what, what do they understand about what's going on and hear it in their own words. What's this experience like for you? Um, how are you dealing with this? And hear the words they use. And then meet them there, mm -hmm. you know, meet them there on those topics. We have a lot of our own feelings and we can easily project those onto our kids and imagine that they're feeling what we're feeling, mm -hmm. which may be true, mm -hmm. but it may also be different. So it's important to hear what kids are thinking and what they say and use their language to talk to them. Um, just wanted to note some comments that have just uh, posted on social media. Dave Nelson, he said, yes, I've always disclosed my dual diagnosis to my family and friends. As an advocate for mental health issues, I believe that we must fight the stigma um, that comes with diagnosis. Uh, we need to continue to fight for the right of mental illness in the workplace. Definitely, um, that's a wonderful comment that Dave shared with mm -hmm. us. Dave, totally agree with you that we do have to talk for about sure. it to break down that stigma. I for agree. sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right on, Dave. That's. I think being you have we have to start as our own central advocate to begin with. Mm -hmm. If we advocate for ourselves, then we're going to have much better um, chance of getting others to um, hear what we're saying. I know this is a big question, but do we know how many, because mental health can be a, a, a wide variety, a wide, wide range of things, um, but how many people suffer from mental health issues? Is it more than we think? Is it more, is it increased over the years? What do we know? It is more than we think. And we just think about conditions like depression and anxiety. Um, the lifetime chance of any person having depression is about 20%. So about 20% of a population has depression. So if you think about a population like Jefferson County, uh, we have, all, what, a million people living here. Mm -hmm. And if 20% of them are suffering from something like depression, that's, what, 150, 200,000 people? So that's a, a lot. lot of people. Yeah. That's that's. That's a population of a small city. Yes, it is. So, so, so I think that mental health issues are um, much bigger than we think, and we are not alone. And that, I think those two things are two pieces of information that are important for us to consider when we consider our own mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that folks who suffer from mental health issues often will feel like they're alone. There's nobody there for you. Um, and keeping in mind that for a population like ours with the prevalence of depression and anxiety being so high, you're one in 200,000. So there's a very big group who are also suffering too. So that's important to hold on to. That'll keep us from that isolation and loneliness that can so often come with that. And I think disclosing one's mental health in the workplace or with friends or family is part of that feeling of isolation because it's something that we're holding on to that's ours. Nobody else knows about it mm -hmm. and so nobody really knows us mm -hmm. and that can be a very isolating feeling so that can be a big reason to share um, your mental health with others because it can help break down some of that isolation and loneliness that can be felt there and I think you brought up a very good point dr. Taylor you know if you can't talk about it um, at work 
or with your friends or with your uh, partner or wh whoever it is, then maybe you're just not in the right space. It could very well be. Yeah. That's, that's a hard question to ask and it's a hard thing to face. It is. You know, if you're in a relationship and you feel committed to the relationship, but you cannot really talk about who you are in that relationship, that's a hard question to ask, but it maybe is one that needs to be asked. Okay. Is this where I need to be? Is this where I need to be? Um, life is short, so you don't want to be anywhere that you're not happy, whether that's it's true. work or whether it's with a friendship or a, a partner, that's not where you want to be. So you definitely need to seek mental health, and, uh, you know, find some help and talk right. about what your best avenue is. Sure. And maybe one of the, one of the sort of the, the foundational principles for us to hold on to is that, you know, you're important and you're worth it. It's important that um, you are taken care of and that you take care of yourself. And it's also important for you not to be in an environment that will abuse you or not take care of you. That's a very important thing for us to um, to, to understand and acknowledge and to, and to make sort of our foundational statement to ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, the Hill Family homepage posted, uh, mental illness, is that an illness just like diabetes or any other illness? Those people should not have to hide that they are ill or be judged. And I have mental illness and my family has mental illness. There is help, but you have to find the right doctor and the right meds. Uh, our streets are full of homeless people with mental health issues, and they're ignored and left on the streets. This uh, person posted that this is sickening. A lot of them can't, um, can't help it, and they don't understand how it can be fixed. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I hear that, I, and I feel and hear the pain in that statement, too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it is right. We do seem to sort of conditionally separate the mind from the body. So having diabetes or having high blood pressure, that seems okay. There's no judgment. No judgment that. there. But with the mind, you know, anything that's a condition of the mind suddenly comes with this huge uh, package of judgment. And I agree with you. I think that is something that really needs to be combated. And that's part of why you and I are talking about Absolutely. this here. Um, to sort of break that down so that it's not... Uh, so separate. Mm -hmm. You know, our mind and bodies are not separated. No. And so conditions of our body need to be thought about and talked about and addressed. And so do conditions of our minds. They need to be talked about as well. And we need to be able to address those just like we do diabetes or high blood pressure or, mm -hmm. or conditions like that. I don't know about you all, but I always feel better after I've gotten something off my chest, right? For like sure. After I've talked about it with somebody, just that listening ear, somebody saying, you know, you're not Right. You're not, you're not alone here. You're not alone here. It's not just in your head. You know, right. you're, what you're feeling is legitimate. Yeah, for or sure. someone saying, yeah. you know what, maybe you're not right. You know, sometimes well, we do have to be held accountable for something. So like a reality check. A reality check. A reality right. check isn't bad sometimes. Yeah, for sure. So I think there's finding that balance. It's not easy, but I think it's, it's a journey that we all have to mm -hmm. find our way on. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Anything we didn't talk about, Dr. Taylor? Well, I love I, talking to you. Well, I, well, thank you. I like talking to you, too. And <laughs> I just think I would just say to kind of sort of reiterate what we're saying is, you know, your own mental health is so important. It's important to um, be mindful, first, that you are important and how you feel and what you are matters. And if you're in an environment where you can share that, then you're in a good place. If you're in an environment where you can't share that, maybe you need to think about the environment. And yeah. if it can be changed... Let's change it. All right. Thanks so much. I'm Myra Ansari with Dr. Stephen Taylor from UofL Health Peace Hospital. Have a wonderful day.